All right. We are live everywhere. Kind of late today. Had a little marriage retreat. So welcome everybody to Shalom's Unsnobby Music Hobby Podcast. We are live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Thanks everybody for coming. I know it's late, but I had to do this retreat. And so we're going to go ahead and get started. What up, Tharsis? All right, we're going to start as usual with a prayer. Let me turn the keyboard down a little bit so you can hear me talking. Nomine Patriot Filiate Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena. Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus. Nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. That was a little uh, Hail Mary in Latin for you guys. We're going to read the collect of the day. I got to find my book. Here we go. Today, let's see, is the 13th. there actually isn't one for today so I'll read the one from yesterday again and uh, the one from yesterday was the most holy name of Mary and it goes like this grant we beseech thee O almighty God that thy faithful people who rejoice in the name and protection of the most holy Virgin Mary may by her loving intercession be delivered from all evils on earth and be found worthy to come to everlasting joys in heaven through Christ our Lord who lives and reigns with the Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. All right, now we're going to read from one of my favorite books, The Imitation of Christ, which you can get on any book selling platform. And I just open it up. I kind of do an imitation of Christ roulette to whatever page you know, I open up to and read it. And usually it turns out pretty good. Let's see. Okay, book three, Interior Conversations, chapter four. We should walk before God in truth and humility. Christ says, my child, walk before me in truth and simplicity of a heart without pretense. Those who so walk will be shielded from the attacks of the evil one. Disciple, Lord, let your truth teach me and guide me and lead me at last to eternal salvation. And Christ says, I will teach you what is right and pleasing to me. Think about your sins with deep sorrow in your heart. There is nothing for which you can take credit but much for which you ought to despise yourself, for you are far weaker in spiritual things than you realize. And that is from book three, 
chapter four of the imitation of christ thanks everybody who's watching no i came on kind of late but uh thanks for sticking with me i'm going to try to do it every single day uh maybe sometimes except sundays or if something else crazy comes up but lord willing i'll be up here and uh, my wife's going to come up here in a few minutes and we're going to talk about this the reason why i was so late today which is because we're doing a divine mercy retreat which is you know we try to do retreats once or twice a year to you know keep our marriage bond strong we're still technically newlyweds i guess it's been about three years we're going on are we going on three or four see i'm a bad husband that's that's the problem that's why we got to go on these retreats you know because i don't even know how many years we've been married not that long is the point I'm getting at, and uh, we want to keep it strong and keep it a healthy relationship by taking a break, taking time, you know, um, away from everything, from kids, from everything, and giving some time to God where we can listen to uh, a priest. Usually, most retreats are run by a priest or someone similar who knows, you know, uh, a lot about God and Jesus and wants to teach us how we can make our marriage stronger based on that. So I'm going to play a, a little just piano in the meantime while she's getting ready and we'll talk a little bit about the retreat.
right, so we're going to bring my wife on. We're going to talk about the retreat a little bit that we uh, went to do. Come on, pull a chair. <clears throat> so mostly she's going to talk because I'm trying to, you know, play the music. So here we go. <clears throat> you don't need to be in a camera. You're going to have uh, I guess I have to move the mic. Let me move the mic over here closer to her. <clears throat> All right, so just your thoughts, feelings, uh, emotions. I don't know. What happened? First, let's just talk about what happened today. That's a good start. So we first got into the retreat. Of course, we were a little bit late. But uh, I was looking around in the church, and it was a little different from from uh, our church, of course. I noticed the priests only had just the collar on and, and the pants and a shirt. They weren't wearing the whole robe. Cassock. Cassock. That's what it's called. I was trying to figure it out. And so I looked around. And I said, "This is a little different." Um. But, of course, turned to my husband, I said, well, what's going on here? <laughs> um, but uh, the, uh, the priest, the main priest who was talking, he was talking about uh, how his life changed, you know, and being in the priesthood, which is really cool because you don't get to hear that from a lot of priests. I, I guess I never ask, so, you know, if you're not asking, I guess nobody's going to tell you all their, their stuff. Um, but I thought that was really interesting that he opened it up from his personal life to be able to tell you, hey, this is what was happening in my life and how I turned into the priesthood. people to understand and I guess because you know he was talking about himself and how things were going for him so what is the divine mercy that this retreat is supposed to be about do you know or what do you know from just today because I know but this is your first day of learning about divine mercy so there's a pamphlet in my folder <laughs> have to break it out and do my homework in a little bit. Well, actually, I left my folder downstairs. What do you so think the message is, what well, the message was of, the, uh, of Divine Mercy, just from tonight sitting in there? Well, everybody could have Divine Mercy, which I thought was pretty interesting. He was saying, you know, where he grew up, he, he didn't think he would ever have it kind of struggled to, to get it. Um, but I thought that was an interesting idea. He was saying that the people who were the 
worst sinners get the most, could have the most mercy. Which I never thought about either. Yeah. Um, that's what I got. Okay. What did you think about, like, the conversion story of all the different kind of things he saw? Or do you remember any points from the conversion story that you think other people might like to hear? Yeah. Um, well, the one that sticks out the most was he said his father had cancer. His family didn't go to church growing up. He was baptized, but didn't go to church. And his mother decided to go to, back to church. And uh, so the father was asking him, Hey, you confirmed? He was like, Nah, I don't think I want to do that yet. And so the father that he was talking to was... Uh, by father, you mean his father or a priest? A priest. Okay. Was telling him, why don't you just read some of these books and then we'll talk about it. And you come every other week and uh, we'll get you confirmed. And I thought that was pretty cool. He did it in a way that's like, not like, hey, I can't believe you're not confirmed. Come on over and get confirmed. It was like shaming. It was more of like welcoming. Yeah. Um, which I thought I think is really cool. Um, I've never seen anybody do it that way, but I, you know, heard some people for my daughter like, ah, she's not baptized yet. You gotta go get her baptized. Um, so I could see it, you know, going the other way, but it was nice that it didn't go that way for him. But anyways, he was talking about, uh, he was going thinking about going into the priesthood and uh, he asked like uh, why do I need to go into the priesthood like show me something but who, who did he ask uh, he was asking Jesus oh okay and uh, he uh hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember the next step. Uh, I'm half tired right now. Don't mind me. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, he was saying that um, he decided to do the what prayer was it, honey? Um, the first time I'm I'm not sure, but I remember him saying he did a novena, but that might have been the second time. Well, you can just say he did a prayer. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to remember the prayer. I'm like, I can't I remember, remember which one. <laughs> Anyways, he did this prayer um, that his dad wouldn't have cancer anymore. And so his dad... Oh, oh you're skipping ahead. He did oh. the Divine Mercy uh, Novena um, on the Sunday after Easter. And... So hopefully the camera, uh, the microphone can hear me. The reason why he, you can leave it like that. See, that's why I was saying leave it like that. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Technical difficulties. It's we're still alive over here. <laughs> so the reason why he did the divine mercy prayer on uh, the Sunday after Easter, because that is in Catholic tradition, is. 
the Divine Mercy Sunday. And that's when the most graces, according to Jesus in a vision to St. Faustina, are available. Like, so he did that if you do that Divine Mercy prayer. Uh, you should be able to get what you asked for. So he was unsure about becoming a priest. And he said, if divine mercy is real. And if you really want me to be a priest, God, then uh, I want you to either to convert or to heal uh, my father. So after he did that prayer, then you can go from there. And his dad started going to church. walked away from the whole family and sat on the other side of the church. I was like, huh, that's odd. And uh, he said his dad told him that he felt like the rays from the, the pic was that a picture? An image, yeah. Jesus, he can see that he felt the rays. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But, uh, when he's talking about the end of it, he said his dad, where the cancer was, was feeling like a warming feeling in that exact spot. And uh, he eventually was cured from cancer, um, which I thought was a really, really cool story. Have you ever had any uh, experience like that? With either Catholicism or Jesus or anything, even maybe before you were Catholic? Um, it doesn't really talk to me. <laughs> Not like a mystical experience, but something where maybe some somebody was healed or something happened that you were really praying for. Um, I was praying for peace at one point in time when I was having um, some anxiety um, and I got it all of a sudden I don't know how it happened it was pretty fast and uh, I haven't had any anxiety since okay. so what's the main like driver for you to I guess convert to Catholicism and kind of be more active in Christianity, not just saying like, oh, I can stay at home and, you know, do my own church thing or not go to church at all. Because, I mean, you can tell the story more, but you weren't like really church going and stuff like that. But then there's a shift, <clears throat> whereas now as a family, we are going, you know, a lot more two or three times a week together as a family. What do you think the shift was? Was there anything maybe you went into a church and you felt a certain way or I I'm just throwing things out there but you have the answers well I was going to my um, my adult catechism class um, what, what, what was the reason why you were going to that oh I was going to the adult catechism class because my husband was like just go and you know see if you well, like we it yet. that's true so go and see if you like it and see what happens well, I'm going through the class, and I notice we're getting towards the end, and I'm like, man, I'm really going to miss my class. <laughs> um, I was like, well, I can go to Mass, 
and uh, you know, hear the homily and it'll be similar. That was my original thought. Um, but it's even better because get to actually be there with Jesus. Why did you think you liked the class so much? Um, or you don't know? Well, I didn't really know much about Catholicism at all. I knew I was baptized and uh, that was it. <laughs> so once you started learning it, it kind of, you know, made you feel closer to kind of your heritage, I guess. <laughs> um, well, I don't know, because most of my family is, is no longer Catholic or, you know, kind of fallen away. But mm -hmm. I just, I don't know, I just felt like calming and peaceful and when I go to mass they got the, the frankincense well I haven't been to that mass in a little while it's well, summer so you gotta explain <laughs> a little bit about a lot of catholic churches don't have don't do incense or bells or anything like that so why is it that or what kind of church do we go to and why do they have different stuff Well, so our church is, now you me on the spot, <laughs> the Fraternity of St. Peter. Um, so ours is, um, I guess they say more traditional um, in the way they're trying to do things the way that they did the first Mass. So going back to you, when I was looking around at this church that we went to today, I was like, oh, they don't have their cassocks. I have never, ever seen any of our priests without their cassocks. I've been to Kroger, seen them both there, <laughs> and they're walking around with their cassocks on all the time. Right. Um, and is the, how is the mass different from like a normal parish that most people would go to and arms, or is it the same? Excuse me. Excuse me again. Sorry. Uh, so it's very different. It's very uh, traditional. Um, when you go, of course, there is singing if you're going to high mass. <laughs> Excuse me again. I got the hiccups. Um, but uh, our priests are facing the altar. Um, and I like it because it, it's also in Latin. Uh, so since it is in Latin, it helps me because they have the book and you can read the English and the Latin and follow along. Um, but it helps me to actually pay attention and stay exactly where he's at um, and keep my mind from wandering, which can sometimes happen. Um, but if I'm reading along, it won't. We have the bells, we have the, um, the frankincense, which has a very calming and relaxing smell. Um, but I, I really enjoy it. But it was very different today. So I'm kind of interested how it's going to be tomorrow. Um, but as far as, the, I mean, I felt like the retreat part was great, but now kind of worried, which I don't want to be too rigid about it or whatever, but I'm kind of worried like, 
Ugh, should we go to mass at our parish and then just come to the thing? <laughs> Some people might say, oh, that's just going overboard or whatever, but you know, you get comfortable or you find a home and you want to live there. It's just like, you know, people searching for a house, which is something we're doing right now. And it's very difficult, but it's difficult because a home is a place where you're going to be every day. You're living your life. So like you want to make sure it's the right home. So when you find it, you don't want to go to somebody else's, you know, you might hang out with your friends or whatever, but you don't want to go and stay the night at somebody else's house all the time. You want to live in your house. So, you know, just a thought thrown out there. What do you think tomorrow will be like? Because we'll do another, we're going to do another podcast tomorrow talking about what the latter end of the retreat, how it was. I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be all day. Um, well, not all day, but yeah, it's going to be from like 7.30 to 4. It's a good chunk of the day with a small child. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> we're taking our 11 month, almost 11 month old to the whole thing, so... seemed like you know the father is pretty entertaining so i don't think it'll be dull by any right. <laughs> <laughs> by any means um uh, i'm a little worried about food because i'm gluten-free and not a lot of people have gluten-free options so are you like is that just for fun or what's the reason why you're gluten-free oh no i have um a thyroid issue so i have to be gluten-free it's not an option. Okay. <laughs> I wish it were. Because <laughs> I would love to have a very nice pizza, but mm. can't. But well, you can get a nice pizza from Mod Pizza. This is not an advertisement. <laughs> but they make delicious gluten-free pizza, and we know because we have to eat it. Yeah, they are pretty delicious, but I can't just be out and about and say, hey, I want a pizza from here. I have to come almost all the way home to get my pizza. Yeah, yeah. But they let you put as many toppings on there as you like, so I'm not even mad at it. You'd be mad. Um, but besides that, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I love when we go to retreats. It's just... It's always been very good for us. And uh, she forced me into this retreat. I didn't want to go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but she was like, hey, we really need to go to retreat. You need to find one. And she was, you know, asked me and asked me for a while. And finally, I saw the picture at church. So, hey, you guys that put those pictures of things to do up at church, don't stop doing it. Because even if nobody goes a hundred times, maybe one time, somebody needs that thing that one time, you know, which happened for us. And it just worked out perfect second time that's happened for us oh yeah yeah it's the second time so um we're gonna pretty much close out with the imitation of christ and i'm gonna have my wife open up flip up to any page she would like and read a few words for us to close out
upon human beings. Christ, my child, if you place all of your contentment in any person, you will become entangled and lose your peace. If you have recourse only to me, the living and everlasting truth, you will not be overwhelmed if friends forsake you or you lose them by death. It's a little deep. <laughs> Read it again one more time. Christ, my child, if you place all your contentment in any person, you will become entangled and lose your peace. If you have recourse only to me, the living and everlasting truth, you will not be overwhelmed if friends forsake you or you lose them by death. There's more to that. That's good. Do you know the outro? No. Nope. You're going to have to learn. But anyway. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to turn the mic a little bit. This has been Shalom's Unsnobby Music Hobby Podcast. Thanks, everybody, who is watching on the live platforms. And thanks, everybody, who will watch later, who will listen later on a uh, podcasting platform such as iTunes, Stitcher, um, Anchor, uh, Spotify, anywhere you can get podcasts, you can listen. So in the meantime, in between time, stay holy, my friends. Check me out next time, every time at sdkason.com. That's Sigma Delta, C-A-S-O-N.com, sdkason.com. And like I said, stay holy and God love you.